Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. This podcast is here to help you learn more about your health and the healthcare system so that you can advocate for what you need. So it has been a minute since I have recorded a podcast. I think I recorded one a couple months ago and then just never really got around to editing it. So we're going to try again. We're going to try to get back into a rhythm of recording podcasts. Um, Yeah, it's been a little crazy. So I guess let's start with some updates. Um, So I had a baby in September of last year. um, And it's kind of been wild. (laughs) She has really not been strong at sleeping. And as it turns out for me, if I am not getting at least five hours of sleep in a row, I have a really difficult time functioning, as I've learned this past year. Um, My first kiddo, he slept through the night pretty early on. um, And... Yeah, so it's just been kind of, it's just been kind of a thing. And I feel like finally in these past um, three weeks or so, uh, this baby is finally starting to sleep at least until 5.30 a.m. So I have some consistency about my bedtime and and then can can start to think and actually function. Um, So I had a C-section. This was my second C-section. And... I just thought I would talk a little bit about what the recovery process has been looking like for me. Um, Because surgeries are kind of a big deal. And I think that particularly with babies, because it's such a regular occurrence, people have babies all the time. um, We don't really have a good rehab protocol for women after they give birth. And particularly for a C-section, the fact that we have like no protocol at all is is really not great. So um, I am not a a pelvic floor therapist, but I do kind of know what I need to do to help myself um, recover. And I got a little bit of help from another pelvic floor therapist on kind of a recovery routine after after my C-section. So basically the first six weeks after my C-section, I was just taking kind of very low-key walks that were no longer than, than 10 minutes long. Um, and then doing a lot of breathing activities to help um, my my muscles through my abdomen start to strengthen but very lightly not anything super crazy because when you have a c-section they cut through all your abdominal muscles and so there's a lot of stuff going on there so the first six weeks looks like really low-key breathing um, some strengthening of the pelvic floor muscles and then also some relaxation techniques to help with recovery as well as some Um, not really scar mobilization, but basically gently touching around the scar to help bring sensation back to that area. And um, yeah, so I will say that 
the pain was was pretty intense this time around and I don't think um I remember it being that intense the first time <laughs> I think the first week was really bad with James but but with my second baby I felt like the pain kind of lasted a little bit longer um so by six weeks I was starting to feel a little more uh I guess a little less pain, so I was able to increase my walking. And I don't think that it was until around three months that I was I was really able to walk like a full mile um, without having any significant pain. So yeah, after surgery, things are really slow. And I think that for myself, I'm lucky as a physical therapist that I have um, the knowledge behind what happens with surgery and how long it kind of really takes. Um, now I'm 11 months post-surgery and I'm feeling almost normal. I didn't really start uh, running until six months postpartum. And that's that's also when I started, um, I guess I started playing tennis a little bit before that. But consistently running, I didn't start doing until six months postpartum. And I wouldn't even really call it running, running. It was more like jogging, walking, jogging, walking, jogging, walking. Um, and then finally in the past month, I've been able to like, you know, jog a full mile um, without stopping. So again, post-surgery, things are really slow. Um, and that's okay. It just needs, the body needs time to heal. Now the thing that's a little bit different also with having a baby in comparison to just like maybe having like a ACL surgery for your knee is that with a baby, you're not sleeping. So you need to expect that time is, you're going to need way more time to recover. <laughs> so um, I can tell that my body uh, is just sore longer after I work out and do strength training or playing tennis than if I was sleeping regularly. So as my sleep has improved, I feel like my recovery is happening um, a lot quicker, which is really great. Um, so that's just something to consider for yourself, um, even if you're, you, know, you didn't just have a baby. <laughs> uh, if you've had an injury, one of the big things is, is to really get good sleep. Um, if you can get good sleep, the body really heals itself a lot better. Um, and then on top of that, when you're sleeping, better. Your nervous system isn't on high alert all the time. When you're not sleeping as much, you have higher levels of cortisol. Um, and so your nervous system's just like on high alert and pain is more, you're more aware of pain when your system, when your nervous system is on high alert. So sleep is incredibly important in the healing process. Um, not only because it gives your body the time to recover, but also it gives, it helps your nervous system to come down from a heightened state, um, which yeah, is really, again, important in the recovery process. Um, because if you're feeling pain at all, it is less likely that you will be moving your body. So yeah, so this, you know, this recovery from the C-section I think has been, tougher just because I haven't uh, slept as well as I did with with my first baby. Um, and on top of that, we don't have family in the area, so we don't have as many uh, support systems in place to 
you know, help with kiddos, help with the first kiddo so that um, my husband and I could get more rest. So I think um, him and I felt way more frazzled longer <laughs> trying to figure out how to um, manage two kids at once, especially one that is not sleeping that great. So it's been definitely interesting to be a part, you know, witness this recovery process of my body. Um, so I'm just going to back up a little bit. So after I, um, you know, those first six weeks where I was doing just breathing, some light pelvic floor strengthening and walking, after those first initial six weeks, then I started to slowly increase my strength training. Um, and it started for the first two months with all body weight or I was using a TheraBand for some resistance. Um, and then at the three month mark is when I started to add a little, um, like a little more weights to my strengthening routine. And around, yeah, I think around the four month mark is when I started going back into my regular strengthening routine that I um, had been doing prior to being pregnant. Um, so that felt really great to get back to that. But again, I went very, very slowly um, not only because I had a C-section, but also because I wasn't sleeping well. So my body was not going to be able to recover from those weights in the same way. Um, and then, yeah, and then I started playing tennis again. I think I got on the court in February, so that would be the five-month mark. But um, my body did not feel great when I stepped on the court. <laughs> I played for about five minutes, and I was like, nope, not, not ready, not ready at all to play tennis. Um, so I didn't try again until March. And then that's when I started to feel better on the court, um, and was able to slowly work my way up to match play, um, in April. And I definitely gave myself a lot of grace this year with playing tennis. Um, I lost every single, <laughs> every single match that I played. Um, my fitness just still isn't quite there. Um, but again, I'm not even a year postpartum yet. Um, I had a C-section. It takes time to uh, build your strength, build your fitness, fitness back up. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what that's kind of what's going on with with my postpartum experience physically. Um, I think the other hard thing with with this postpartum experience is I've definitely had postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. I think a lot of that again had to do with really just like poor sleep like a lot of nights even from the you know you know it's expected with a newborn that you're not going to be sleeping that well but it got pretty bad even after after the four month sleep regression for ellie so we just I, there weren't many nights where i was getting more than like two hours of sleep in a row so i think that had a really big impact um on how i was feeling mentally um, and on top of that, just having to put a pause on my business was a struggle for me as well, because I really love Brightheart and that was just very tough on me mentally to, um, have to pause that. I love my people at the, at the studio and I love, um, I love teaching yoga and I love, um, the atmosphere of being around people. And really this past year has been pretty much focused on my family and doing only that. 
which I'm learning is, is, is not super great for my mental health. It's really important for me to be around other people, not just children. Um, so yeah, so it's just been kind of a tough time. And on top of, you know, not sleeping, kind of taking a pause on my business, that's very important to me. Again, we didn't really, we don't have family in this area. So um, while we have a nanny that helps us during the day, which is super great, um, you know, a lot of the times it's still just Mike and I juggling both of the kids. And I can't even, I think we had a date night maybe in March when his his mom came and visited us for a week to help out. Um, and that's pretty much it. Mike hasn't, Mike and I haven't really <laughs> gone out and like done our own things. Um, I did this past weekend get to go out with a friend and, and see the Barbie movie, which was great. Um, but again, all of that has had like an impact on my mental health, making it hard for me to show up for things like podcasting, which I which I love doing. So um, now that we're kind of turning a corner with Ellie's sleep, which I'm so excited about, um, and I am starting to do more things for myself, and I feel like I'm coming more out of the fog, um, is really great. Uh, I think that this time has like really made me reflect how, um, particularly our, our country here in America is very individualistic. Um, so it's kind of hard to reach out for help, um, in the sense, like having someone come and help you with your kiddos because it should just be all on you and you should just do everything yourself. Um, and I'm already a person that has a hard time asking for help as it is. <laughs> so it's definitely been a learning experience, not only for myself, but really seeing how our culture here in America just doesn't have the support systems in place for families. Um, that it's really all on the parents to do everything. Um, yeah, and I'm hopeful that as we talk more about this, about um, how parents' mental health is kind of suffering with it all being on us and not really like the village that everyone talks about, um, that it'll change and, and not just be a part of, I guess that it'll be more part of like a healthcare type of thing. Um, we're starting to ask more now how moms are are doing. Um, we're not just asking, uh, like, how are you doing physically, but how are you doing mentally? And hopefully that will start to make um, more of a shift. So yeah, so that's kind of what's been going on for me right now. That's our, that's my little update. Um, I am feeling better. I'm not. I'm definitely not a hundred percent mentally or physically yet, but I'm. I feel like I'm rounding a corner and. I am excited to be back here and be podcasting again. Um, so yeah, so I'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Health Matters. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And to learn more from me, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jackie Fenton. I look forward to chatting with you next week.